we can see that, that they are, are in Christ and, and that they are knowledgeable and they are spiritual. Uh, but there comes a time uh, that, that that person may be taken out of your life for one reason or another. For one reason or another, that person is taken out of your life. Uh, but God spoke to Joshua and he said, The promise uh, that I promised Moses, uh, I want you to deliver it. Uh, there's going to come a time uh, when you got to stand upon the promises that wasn't given to you directly. You got to stand upon the promises of what you know, uh, of what you believe. You got to stand upon.
chasing you around. The enemy chases your mind. The enemy chases your mind. And you never have much goodness to say to the land. The enemy chases their mind. It changed their position. It changed how they looked at what they were possessing. And they looked back and said, Oh, we are but grasshoppers in our own Okay. We 
to live the truth in the Lord. There is no other way except Jesus Christ. There is no other way. Let me tell you why the enemy is so afraid of preaching the gospel. Because I know there's no power in Buddha. I know there's no power in Muhammad. They know there's there's no power in Russia. They know why is it every communist country the first thing they do is gather the Bible to stop the word and they're afraid to death of something that preaches love, that preaches cross, and his ability to deliver us out of the hands of the enemy. Come on. Come on. Every country. Every country, every country that is atheist, first thing they want to do is stop the churches. They don't care about the mosque. They don't care about atheists. They don't care about the Hindus because there's no power in them. They don't care. There's no power in them. Well, I didn't know what to say, Thank you. No, just said I could say this. So. The only thing that comes out of them is evil. The only thing that comes out of their religions are evil. It may look good on the top. It may look good. When you get down to the core of it, it's pure evil. That's why that we are to preach an unadulterated Christ. We are to preach the truth so that they who are in darkness might be set free. You can't preach a half-truth and expect deliverance to come. The lie is still a lie. If you tell a lie on Jesus Christ, it's still a lie. Hallelujah! Oh, Hey, peace down there, ladies. God, it's so good. I said it didn't make down in my office today out there the other day. He came to the door and he asked me for something. And I said, let me ask you something. He said, what? I said, do you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? And he said, stop. And he looked at me. He said, it's fun. I said, no. You don't understand. It's not funny. This is a divine appointment. It's not funny. And I don't care what anybody says in there. My obligation is to Jesus Christ. My obligation to him. He said two weeks ago, my wife and I were just talking about changing our lives. He sat down there in that chair. And I talked to him for about 20 minutes about Jesus, uh, about the Bible, and about how all his sins out here believe them had been eradicated from his life. You don't live in the past, uh, but the Bible said from that point on uh, that he was born again. Uh, and I believe that when he, I led him in the sinner's prayer, and he accepted Jesus Christ right there by us. Don't tell me God stopped working in prisons. Don't tell me that God quit working in prisons because last time I checked, He's still working in the prisons. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you out there, finish Okay. Hallelujah. The thing that came in, I'm going to close my brother with him. 
this one. The thing that kept them from entering the promised land was their doubt and their unbelief. What's going to keep you from entering the promised land is your doubt and your unbelief. You see, as they, as they went up, even into going into the promised land, the Bible says that the waters of the river were overflowing. You see, so that was the first obstacle when they seen it. And, and usually, that time of the year, the water is receded enough to where you can almost walk or run over it on, on, on a very damp ground. But this time, this time, the banks were overflowing the Jordan River. And God told him, he said, I don't care what it looks like. Uh, what I want you to do is go uh, and take your foot uh, and place it into the water. Uh, let me tell you something, church. Uh, God is telling you this morning, uh, it don't matter how much it looks, what's standing before you, how the flood is. Uh, you just take the first step. Uh, and the Bible said that when they took the first step, uh, that the water began to part. Uh, the reason your waters are not part is because you're not I believe that the toe may be back to touch the wall. Come on. I believe the sins begin that. Yeah. You see, if you went down and saw it on the surface, but the water moved from the bottom out. Somebody catch hold of this. Somebody catch hold of this. Hallelujah. The minute you begin to move, you may not see the presence of God's hand, but I'm telling you that if you just take the effort to stand, lift your foot, and purpose in your heart, then you go into the promised land. God will begin to move from the bottom up. Amen. Oh, I'm preaching to you this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, listen, one more thing, one more thing, big two. Alright. The Bible says that the disciples were there. The man was brought, a man brought his son to them that was full of demons. There is a demon possession. The disciples laid hands and they could not cast out the demons. So he comes to Jesus. This is what's for somebody in here. Oh, nobody's thinking here, but it wasn't. He came to Jesus and he said, What are you your disciples? And they couldn't cast it out. The disciples went to Jesus and said, Why couldn't we not cast out these demons? He said, You're a belief. He said, These come out through much prayer and fasting. But you're on belief. You're on belief. You cannot let your unbelief dictate your purpose. Yeah. 
that they did because God, Jesus had told them they had power. Jesus had told you that you got power. Jesus has told you you got power. But their unbelief was not in what Jesus said. Their unbelief was in their ability to carry it out. Let me tell you something. There are a lot of sick Christians that run around because they believe that they have or they think that they cannot do what Jesus said they'll do. Thank you. 
confused because you're looking at the enemy. The enemy has sought to destroy you, but you have to fight the good fight of faith. The enemy has tried to 